Welcome to Tuscan Radio. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. I like that, Drew. I didn't know which one of us wanted to go first. <laughs> All right, we uh, have... I usually go last. I don't know. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, Yvonne, like, say your name. It goes Drew, then Yvonne, then me. Yvonne. I feel like, did you already do that? No, I usually we go We go last. by seniority. And Yvonne, you were on the first podcast I ever did. Hell, you have as much seniority as I do. All right, but say say your name. Say that. say your name. We we, uh, I'm not gonna cut this. This is great, Yvonne. Say your name. I'm Yvonne Siva. <laughs> and today, <laughs> and and today we are talking about the Mandalorian. I'm just kidding. It's Book of Boba Fett, season one, episode six, chapter six. From the desert, a stranger comes, and guys. From the desert, a stranger came. I mean, we saw him for like. Less. We are not going to go into spoilers yet, because um, oh, yeah. we still got the first half of the show. Luckily, there's like no news to talk about. There, there's no news to talk about. Um, I am going to make one announcement though first. Um, mm-hmm. Tomorrow, because this is, is going to be dropping on a Friday. Tomorrow, I'm going to be a guest host on an episode of the Star Wars podcast, Lightsaber Radio. It's going to be dropping on Saturday morning, I, I believe. Or at least we were recording Saturday morning. freaking awesome. Nice job. Dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. This is the second time. I saw it on Twitter and I'm like, oh, wait, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this is the second time I am a guest host on a podcast, which is awesome. Because uh, yes. I was on an episode of um, the Stranded Panda Show Bingers Assemble this past summer. Um, That's funny. I w- well, uh I was on, so they were doing a run through the Fast and Furious movies, and I was on their episode for Fast Five. You did? Oh, you you did yeah, Marvel so, or Star Wars with them? You just did. Yeah, I okay, they got like a whole like geek network of things. It's awesome. That's like though those were the guys who brought me in. Not like brought me in, but like they and Rebel Force Radio were like huge inspirations for me with starting the show. Um, but. That's great, dude. Yeah, so that's dropping on Saturday morning. It's going to be an episode on um, Han shot first and that whole controversy. It's going to be fun. Although, oh, that's all right. I, I'm not nearly well-versed enough in the whole Han shot first argument, but we'll see what happens there. Um, I learned about it today before the during the briefing before this podcast. Y- wait. I, you- I, I, I still think it's uh, Han that shot first because mm-hmm. if – I mean, Greedo was oh, a dead shot. Oh, I thought this was a different thing. I misheard you. No, of course not. Makanki. I'm sorry, what? Greedo shot first, but missed. Yes. And Greedo shot first, and then Han shot in self defense. Yes. Right? Can like, we I'm all agree on that? that yeah, yes. I'm all with that. I agree on that. That, that. That's what's canon. Because. Yeah. yeah we, we are about to get into a whole controversy we don't have time for tonight. Um, I mean, just, just look at the totally legit George Lucas at a Star Wars con. With the sign, taking on multiple fans. Yeah. That was totally George Lucas. All right, guys. Well, starting starting off the show now, uh, we have our, you know, we got to do this. We got feedback upon feedback from the boss. Mr. Chief. All right. So I'm just going to share my my screen with you guys so you can all see it. All right. Awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. All right, so this is back from. You guys have a. Okay. You guys have a direct met. My God. Yeah, we. I'm just like, dude. 
only talk about, like, please only send stuff to DMs because it makes it so much easier for podcasting. Uh, just bringing things up. Yeah. All right, so we get we're starting off with some oh, feedback. I see your DMs, like I want to be in this girl's DMs. Just <laughs> <laughs> the boss. All right, so we're starting off uh, with uh, some feedback on last week's episode of uh, Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the boss said to us, "I don't mind slower dialogue-heavy episodes, but it's got to mean something." I I loved a particular episode of Loki. It was all about, it was all talking about, it was about ethics, philosophy, etc., which was fascinating. Those are my kind of topics. Uh, I don't know what this is for exactly, but yeah, I I totally agree. One of the things that I really so. I just did the uh, whole Daredevil rewatch for another Marvel podcast, which the season three review is, is dropping today. So when this is up, that'll be up on the another Marvel podcast feed. Is I missed that, dude. One thing, one thing that I mentioned there was that how the hell is it possible that all the newspaper stuff is just as interesting and exciting and fascinating as like the whole Matt versus Fisk? Oh, so um, we're not going to start a whole Daredevil discussion right now, but I, I totally agree. I totally agree because action without, with, without, um, like character motivation is just punchy, punchy, fast and furious. You know, it, it doesn't mean anything. So I, I totally agree with that. Uh, the boss goes on to say, I think the appearance of Boba in, in The Mandalorian, people did want to see how he survived in his story. So that was a good call to greenlight the show. And unfortunately, it's the Robert Rodriguez episodes which have left a bitter taste. Under Bryce Alice Howard's direction, might have been totally different. Um, you, do you I say something else? Yeah, of course. Uh, I was talking about this with my dad earlier, or yesterday, when I watched the episode with him. And he's like... I don't understand why they had to make a whole show about it, and I kind of had a thought there, too. Um, I would have liked to see Book of Boba Fett condensed into, like, a three-episode Mandalorian arc. Mm-hmm. And just give the Mandalorian, cool. like, season three yeah. of the Mandalorian more episodes and, like, more budget. Because yeah. I, I don't think we needed, uh, what was it, seven episodes of drawn-out um, Boba Fett when we could have just seen one episode of Boba Fett flashbacks, one episode of Boba Fett knowing the town and being like talking with the twins and like uh, all that action that happened within like across the span of four episodes and just one episode of the Mandalorian. And the third episode uh, is him getting Cobb Vance and their de- scene, Cobb Vance probably getting healed in the next, uh, I can't say spoilers, can I? Yeah, no, um, we, we are not going in, into spoilers yet for yes, chapter six. But- I um, agree, though, but hold, hold that thought until we get yes. in the spoiler section. But if, if there's something else that you, you want, want to add that's spoiler-free, go ahead. Um, but I just think if – unless, like, the season finale makes this all worth it, which I don't see how it can, mostly because my mind is very small around it right now. But Yeah, me too. Um, I just – I think it would have done better as a – arc in the Mandalorian that I would like to see more. I I totally agree with that statement. What but then I wouldn't have gotten this amazing theme what, song. What I yes. that is true. That, that is true. Now I I'm gonna say spoiler free here for today's app for uh yesterday's episode, but what I think happened is maybe 
Okay, so what I, I think definitely happened was, like, they wanted to do season three right away, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But due to COVID restrictions, they couldn't do something as grand scale as that. Okay. Then we get Book All of right. Fett. We, we get to a point in filming where maybe, like, you know, restrictions are loosening up. And we can essentially have three episodes of The Mandalorian to end the season. Now, I actually think that this finale can be great. And here's why. Robert Rodriguez didn't have anything to work with in episodes one and three. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, so though those episodes were very weak. And they yeah. were poorly directed. He did a bad job directing those episodes. But okay. I really think that this finale well, you, is going to be more like... Through- I think it's going to be more like the directing... That we saw in chapter 14, the tragedy last season. I have a question for you. When you Because you always say, like, this is poorly directed and this is greatly directed. What do you mean in that standpoint? Like, can you specify what you're talking yeah. about when you talk about um, when you come out of the directing? Like, what are you looking for in that? What I'm looking is for just, like, at, when you're someone who's, like, studied all the different kinds of movies like I have... You know what's so it, it, you, you know it when you see it. So it's it, it's kind of hard to explain. But I'm gonna like take the cuts or is it the scenes? It's the is cuts. It it's emotions. the scenes. It's is that it the because look the, the thing with the thing with TV production with directors and things, as opposed to movies, is on a film set the director is the highest person there, right? Yeah. So the director has the a. Uh, uh, Ability to change the screenwriter's story at any moment. Whether that is a good idea or not, that's beside the point here. But with a show, the director does not have that much ability in their own individual episode to change that much because it's the writer's story. Because you can't do anything that's going to like alter the course of the rest of the season. Right. Okay. So I'm going to compare a scene from Chapter 4... Directed by well, not Robert Rodriguez. Uh, who? Uh, that was one. Uh, that was Kevin Tankerone from Agents of Shield, who directed that one. Mm-hmm. Juxtaposed against the um, a, a scene from Bryce Dallas Howard's Return of the Mandalorian. We are gonna look at um that awful, idiotic scene where Boba Fett's just chasing the little droid around the kitchen. That is a bad scene. That was poor. Like, and the scene we're going to look at from chapter five is the scene where Din puts all his weapons in the crate. Because that's a scene. That's a scene that could have been silly and stupid. Well, it was. Well, it wasn't stupid, but it was a kind of a silly thing. But but what Bryce Dallas Howard did what she did was she built tension there and the 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 editing and the cinematography with all the the, the quick cuts there the more lighthearted music that made it funnier whereas okay. the, the 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 kitchen chase wasn't necessarily meant to be all that funny in my opinion and again i've only seen that episode the one time cuz so i just didn't want want to watch it again which is super rare for me, especially for Star Wars live action. But yeah, and then 
what Bryce Dallas Howard does there also is she builds tension when he puts the Darksaber in. Uh. You know, so it's just small things like that. And what, like, the the scenes with 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 Boba Fett fighting, because what Robert Rodriguez really brought to his episode of The Mandalorian was the incredible and visceral action of it. Okay. It was incredible action. Which episode? Are you talking about the episode where Boba Fett's introduced? Yeah, the uh, in the tragedy. Yeah, that was incredible. It was insane. That was absolutely insane. Boba is an animal when... I think that's what they were trying to convey with the mm-hmm. Tuscan Raider scenes. Yeah. That Boba is insanely strong, insanely powerful, and he's smart enough to do it well. But So when... They did it badly. It came across that he was just learning and just surviving off them instead of actually getting anything useful or actually pertaining to the show itself. Yeah, but he's also not been all that smart in this series. Like, the Boba Fett you just described, which I would agree, that is the Boba Fett we, we, we saw in, in Mandalorian Season 2. That is nowhere near the Boba Fett that we're seeing in the show. Agreed. He is not that mm-hmm. smart here. And if we are seeing it, it's very rarely. It's not as much as we should be seeing it. It's fine. Like, that's why I've... uh, And I've said this thing on every podcast. This is why I've always said a Boba Fett series would not work. The moment you put a spotlight on, he becomes less interesting. Which is why it worked great with The Mandalorian, because that was a new character. And he started out in Chapter 1, The Mandalorian, a lot like Boba Fett. He didn't have all that much to say. Uh And then by the time you get to Chapter 16, The Rescue... Or hell, even chapter six, um, the uh, from the desert comes a stranger. He's a very different man. He's a very different man. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think that necessarily works as well with Boba Fett. Mm. So the action in his two episodes of this show. In chapter one, you have the moment where the um, where the, the the assassins come down and they ambush um, Boba and Fennec as they leave uh, Garza Fwip's uh, bar, and he's like, oh, 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 and he's just like putting his arms up. He's like, no, he he needs to be wasting these dudes. He needs to be, like, bashing them in with the gaffy stick. And I get that he didn't have the gaffy stick there, but, like, he's brutal. There is a yeah, brutality yeah. to, hell, not just Boba Fett, to Tamura Morrison. There is a brutality <laughs> there. And I wanted to see that. And, and then, like, in Chapter 3, with the speeder chase, that was yeah. awful. That was awful. That was you could have jogged. And look, I, I think it also has to do with the writing. I don't think that John Favreau did the best job of writing those first four episodes. I didn't feel he had that much to work with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's just my opinion. Um, so the question here is: under Bryce Dallas Howard's direction, might it have been totally different? Not totally, because again, it's the same story. It's the same story. Yeah, so Bryce Dallas Howard had the Mandalorian. It's just more 
though those episodes would just be more visually interesting and they'd be more fun to watch i think from a visual standpoint i don't with both that they had they had to stretch it out for eight episodes i think for scheduling and i think that was the deal they had i think that they're trying to do i think they're trying to stretch a little bit more than they can over this period of time that they've been allotted yeah this and is so what you're seeing is a lot of dragging it this is right a now. show. These final three episodes, which they had planned, this is what they wanted. Yeah, this is a okay. show that has, without a doubt, one of the biggest identity crises I've ever seen. This show has no idea what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. And I, think I it had an idea at the start. I think now, it had an idea that wasn't properly executed upon. Now look, the episode that we're talking about today, that's one of the best hours of Star Wars I've ever seen. Okay. But it does not fit in the series. Without a doubt. I I defended last week. I defended last week. So like, guys, there are times where it's like you have a chapter with a book of a book without the main character. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But then they did it again. They they did it again. If this show were twelve episodes, if this show were even nine episodes, I, I would say we have three episodes left. But no, we have one left. We they have to wrap it all up. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking the same thing I did with with Hawkeye. We with the same thing I did with Hawkeye. Just like it's I, unfair. It's not it's, though. It's not though. They, they, on your part. I blame Hawkeye and you. That that's fine. That's fine. And I don't hate that finale anymore. I don't hate that finale. Um. The, the thing that's still. What was your thoughts on Hawkeye? No, we don't have time. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. Um, five minutes. That's all I'm asking for. Five minutes in the ring. Yvonne, give us your five minute yeah. thoughts on Marvel's Hawkeye. I don't have. I don't think I'll need that much time. I, Hawkeye, it was, it was, it, I liked all of the small moments and the little nods to the comics. I love the end credits. Those are great. Yeah, and Kate Bishop, her energy pretty good i came around to her pretty quickly i like her as a character not as much as others but like like she's she she's mid-tier right now if she gets more development she's she's probably gonna get up there all right clint a lot of moments but like it's funny still the problem with clint especially in the first two episodes of that show is the character clint barton does not want to be there right Mm mm-hmm that, and that comes across as Jeremy Renner not wanting to be there. And that okay. made me, that just inherently makes the show, for the first two episodes, worse. Alright. But I, I'm going to do a, a podcast for another Marvel podcast. We are going to do, do a special called Why I Was Wrong About Hawkeye. Because I did rewatch the show this weekend, and... I. I enjoyed it a lot more when I could go back and binge it. But but, but that's all beside the point. That's all beside the point right now. We're going to continue. The boss says, Star Wars cannot be all about lightsabers, fighting, gunfights, etc. I actually do enjoy dialogue, but it's got to have meaning. I love movies and shows around morals, ethics, philosophy. Good guys doing horrendous things and bad guys doing good things. That's the type of nuanced character building and dialogue I want from Star Wars going forward. Ah. Uh... Yeah, but 
Oh, and uh, Drew, if you look in the chat, I just sent you uh, a response to your character thing. I think this one. I like this one. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah, guys. So I just sent out um, uh, this, the this thing on screen. This is the wrong time to send it. I'm sorry. You may have like... you may have seen me tweet this out uh the, this afternoon saying, um, uh, so screen around was like. A, a Star Wars fan fixed Cad Bane's look and bookable effect. And then I retweeted that saying, you didn't need to fix anything. This is great. Uh, spoilers, by the way. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, we'll talk all about that li- later. But Michael did just send, this looks good. Look, do I, do I agree? Do I agree that it didn't look exactly like the Cad Bane from Clone Wars and Bad Batch? Yeah, of course it didn't. But this is also a Cad Bane that's like, he he's in his like seventies now. He's in his early seventies. He's gonna look different. He's gonna have the wrinkles. His face is gonna be. Like the actor's nose. Like huh? the actor has to breathe. Yeah, that, that is true. Like make the, I think they need to make a little wider. We you, should probably stop talking about this now. But but also uh, yeah. also this is still a TV budget. This is still a TV budget. This and you'd be like, well, it's as big as a movie. No, it's not. Because the budget, because like Solo or the Rise of Skywalker was what, like two hundred fifty million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. You can make two and a half seasons of Mandalorian for the price of one Last Jedi, one Rise of Skywalker. It is not. I'll take that. Give me six. Give me six seasons. Give me like eight seasons, please. That'd please. be perfect. Eh, please. Right. Nope. I, I don't know. You don't need it. You don't need it. Like, just give me cameos with Mandalorian working for, like, people from all over the Star Wars All right, universe. all right. Anyway. That'd be perfect. Um, but, yeah, I, I I think Star Wars... Star Wars needs a mix of both. Do I need, like, a big lightsaber battle in every episode? No. I, I thought but the best... Really I, I think the best part of this show... The, uh, the best part of the first four episodes... The best part of the first four episodes was when... Um, Mando, or not, not, not Mando, but when you have that scene in chapter four after Boba saves Fennec's life and they're just talking, they're just talking. That was the best scene. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I agree with that though. I, I would like to see some more nuance in Star Wars. Moving forward, and I think, like, I think the acolyte's gonna have a lot of that. I think Kenobi will see some of that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was kind of ho- hoping for some more of that in this show, but I mean, they did, they had no idea what they even wanted to do with this series. Uh, Bo Katan show fully directed by Bryce Alice Howard. Yes, please, she absolutely d- deserves it. I completely agree. Uh, but we don't have time to go for all that. Um, the boss says, I've been apprehensive and stayed off Twitter because I didn't want to be disappointed. Your message is heart. Because uh, I'm like, because <laughs> the boss likes to listen to podcasts before watching the episodes. Like, Dude, as much as we love you, please. Don't do that, especially before. this one. Especially, I don't know why he did that. But, <laughs> but I, I sent him a, a, a message at 3.15 in the morning right after Yvonne Iv- and I had done a wrap on recording. Like, podcast is out for your spoiler-filled enjoyment. God damn, was this a great episode. 
Uh, but the boss is, oh my god, when I heard you say who makes an appearance, I had a huge grin on my face. You gotta be more specific, man. I <laughs> <laughs> can't even, like, say anything about it right now, boss. Um, feedback boss based... Boss is just our guy in the chair. Uh, yeah, he's guy in the chair. Uh, feedback based on your early reaction pod without watched is thank you, Dave Filoni. Yup. Absolutely. Thank you, Dave Filoni. He's come a long way with his okay. live action directing skills since the pilot yes. episode of Mandalorian. He's done a, like, yeah. these last two episodes that he's directed, uh, this one and then chapter 13, The Jedi, they've both been great. And he didn't really, and apparently, he was apprehensive about even doing, um, Mando at the start. Like, he's like, George, and, like, Lucasfilm's like, hey, can you direct a live action show for you? He's like, are you sure? I've only really done, yeah. um, cartoons. And they're like, yeah, we got Did it. you just yeah. call it a cartoon? Shut up. I've only it's really done it. It's a work of art. It's a work of art. It's the best Star Wars we've, we've ever had is Clone Wars. I'm going to stand by that. Oh, yeah. I don't get why people call the Clone Wars movie shit, but that's not a, that's not a discussion for right now. It's not good. It's not good. There is worse Star Wars out there, though. There is. It's like the Rise of Skywalker. You can count it as the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. Uh, looks like John Favreau and Dave Filoni are... You know what? Dave Filoni, this is... Uh, so when... I went back and, and I rewatched the... Um, the... Disney Gallery series. They did? The first episode... I, I believe this was in the first episode, but... Dave Filoni has one of the most humbling... Like, he said something. on First day on set of shooting the pilot episode. He gets there. He looks through the camera and he's... And he, he turns to John he's like... I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, what you, and that's... You that is when... Can't. That that is when John Favreau knew like this is the guy for the job, a a, a guy who's <laughs> about funny. to direct the first live action Star Wars show just said that to me this is the right guy for the job. I mean, yeah, you can't, and that's awesome that Dave did it. But like, if he went through, and that's like it's like a lesson for life too. I'm sorry, I'm gonna do a parent moment. That even though I'm not a parent, but like it's a lesson for life. Like if you keep if you you can't fake it till you make it with something that big. No. Mm-hmm. Of course not. And especially with this being the future of Star Wars, Mandalorian is the future. Oh, it's, I have no doubt about that. It's trilogy movies. It's now shows and comics. No, not comics so much, but no, still not comics. It's, um, it is it, it's Disney Plus. The future of Star Wars lies in television. Yes. I've said that for about two years now. The future of Star Wars does not lie in an AMC IMAX theater. As much as I love the movies, as much as much as as I'm looking forward to the next one, whatever that may be, whatever the next Star Wars movie may be, let's go. Really hope it. I really hope that it's Rogue Squadron. I think that Patty Jenkins is a great director. I mean, yeah, of course I want Rogue Squadron, but what do you want more, Old Republic or Rogue Squadron? Old Republic could be really Old Republic, good you can't do in a single film. And I really want to see no, more. No, it'd be like a trilogy, dude. I, I, I don't want to see another tr- trilogy. I, I rewatched both Rogue One and Solo yesterday. Both of those movies are great because they, they tell complete stories. While Solo does set up sequels, it does set up sequels that we'll never see, unfortunately. But 
Those are both complete stories. I don't want to see another series of Star Wars films for a long time. Uh. I don't. I want. I love both those movies. I love every Star Wars movie, and I think The Rise of Skywalker is all right. I give it a lot of hate. I think it's fine. It's not fine. It's 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 mediocre at best, but still, still. All right, but we we we've got to keep going. All right. Looks like John Favreau and Dave Filoni are leaning into various books for some characters, thus making them canon. Hope the writers get credit. I've got nerves again for the final episode, which I believe Rodriguez will be directing. Going by episodes one and three, I'm very apprehensive. I've already talked about that. Um, in terms of the writers getting credit, I think we can look at even how much the um, the Marvel guys get. There was a, that news story that broke back in August about... Um, you know, character creators getting about $5,000 in royalties. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, it's fine. I mean, that is a whole other debate, but, like... That's another animal. I don't really. think Chuck Wendig is getting uh, all that much credit for creating Cobb Vanth. Who who created uh, Black Croissant? Because I know that he showed up in, um, in Dr. Aphra, but who created him? Who created that character? What? Good point. Good point. Who created the character of Black Croissant? Uh, I don't know because I don't. I'm care. asking one of of you guys to look it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are the guy in the chair. You are the guy in the chair. That's the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss. Yeah, is... <laughs> the boss is the guy in the chair. Yeah, no, he's the feedback guy in the chair. Feedback um, amateur. I'd love to get some more feedback from yeah, somebody who's not the boss. PC for this. As much as I yeah. love the boss, as much as the boss will always be the number one listener, who's always sending feedback, oh, pages upon pages of feedback. What? Uh, created by writer Kieran Gillen. Yeah, I don't think that Kieran Gillen's getting all that much credit right now for creating Black Crusade. Uh, I mean, I could be I could be totally wrong there. Be totally wrong. Well, let's there. see. Let's let's look at his Wikipedia page. Who's this Kieran Gillian, and what has he done that I care about? <laughs> what has he done that I care about? But you are a big Doctor Effer fan, though, right? You're a big I'm a Dr. very. Effer. I I wouldn't say like I'm big, but I do enjoy. Dude, whatever. when we were when we were at the Galloping Ghost ar- Arcade with Jimmy Mack, and he mentioned that there is a um a Doctor Effer show in development, which they meant mentioned on their own podcast. We can talk about that now. When he mentioned that, you were like, ooh. Yeah, because the character is super interesting. She is a, uh, I, I think she, she's a great character. And I, I love Darth Vader. Vader. didn't get killed by him. Yeah. Surprisingly, over like a couple, like dozens of missions that she did. And like still having a joking tone. Like, I don't know how you do that. So I have a yeah. certain amount of respect for a fictional character that can do that. And I, I will Where, also say... Didn't this episode decanonize something from the Vader comics with a certain item from the prequels that appears at the end? Uh, I, I, I thought I saw someone hold on, on Twitter hold on about for that. that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. This guy, um, what you, so Kieran Gillian, Wikipedia, actually has a pretty good rap feed. No, it isn't crime, but um, you know, he got a couple of awards for the British best comic slash graphic novel for Die. 
uh, British Fantasy Award. Didn't get anything from Marvel or Star Wars. Uh, has some worked on. I need to actually worked on X Men a lot. He works on X Men nice, a lot for Marvel. Nice. He's a Better Ray Bill guy. Dark oh, Avengers. cool! I love Be- Better Ray Bill. I think he's he's awesome. Did uh, the Mister Kansas Doctor Strange Avengers work? He did a lot of. Oh, he did some of. He did some of Avengers versus X Men. Oh, that's a great line. I love those books. They weren't great, he but did I love them. Secret Wars Siege one through four. Um. Star Wars Darth Vader with Volume 1, 1 through 12, Volume 2, 13 through 25. He has Star Wars Volume 4, Annual 1, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, right. uh, Star Wars Volume 4, Thanos Volume 2, Marvel Comics Number 1000. Oh. Uh, and then just after that, some DC Comics stuff, he did Batman Black and White. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, which is all pretty decent for you know, my. Well, let's just. I, I got to make one MCU theory. All right. Oh, just one. What if we just one, just one? What if we see Beta Ray Bill as a variant in either uh, Multiverse of Madness or Eleven Thunder? I have no. I have no. All right. Well, what if we see him just like cameo in Multiverse of Madness, and then then he gets like a smaller role, sort of of, of like what Matt Murdock got in um in No Way Home. And then he gets like his own like Disney Plus show. Ooh. Yeah, Jolly, just here. I've I've no like in, insider in, information on that whatsoever. But I think that could be super cool, actually. I love Better Ray Bill. You know what? The mm-hmm. comics he has also is like a really sad comic run right now because he had a hammer that made him human, and then Thor destroyed that hammer in a fight against Better Ray Bill. And so Better Ray Bill's kind of like on a depression, like remedic yourself thing. It's beautiful to read. Classic Phase Four of the MCU. <laughs> In comics, though. Comics, um, yeah. All right, we, we um, have to keep going, like, guys. Yes, but like, better build. You can't just make him a variant. He has to put, put some just respect. Introduce him as a variant, and then like have him show up in like other things. Anyway, okay. Uh, still haven't watched it. God, I miss single life. What do you mean? The boss, stop, stop messaging me. I'm like, yeah, and I think we can all say, no, you don't miss it. <laughs> um. That was a tough episode. All right, he's finally seen it. That was a tough episode. Felt like it was constantly going in and out of different scenes and themes. Moan that we saw the gang was heart, 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 heart. Cad Bane this? should he have been. The, he does the red heart emojis. He's that kind of guy. <laughs> Cad, Cad <laughs> Bane. That's not meant to insinuate anything, boss. It was a bad joke. Please don't do this. No, it's a great joke. Cad Bane should have been introduced earlier. Great scene with his appearance. Suddenly feel seven episodes will be short. Want more Cad Bane? Well, we're just in, in spoilers. spoilers. We are in spoilers. Now. I was about to say that. Yeah, we're just in straight up spoilers now. So if you're we're not so seen... sorry for anyone that hasn't seen the episode, like the boss. If if you... <laughs> <laughs> if if you are listening to a podcast though titled "The Book of Boba Fett" season one episode six, this is on you. Um, I mean, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, want, low, but still there. Want more cat? Sympathy's <laughs> low, so there. Uh, Cobb Vanth, why did they do that to him? I guess the Mandalorian series will take us all the way to Ben Solo joining Luke. Um, I don't know. So, I don't know. Now I can say this: Luke's Ben Solo was said to be Baby Yoda. No, not Baby Yoda's first student. I Ben Solo was said to be Luke Skywalker's first student. That's said in the comics, and it is canon. But well, when that, that makes the decision for Groku 
if they decide to make the decision for Grogu to be his first student, that completely changes everything in canon by a margin. Uh, a small I, margin, but a margin still there. I don't consider anything from the books or comics to be canon. I don't like you. No, that's not. That has nothing to do with the quality of them. Like, I don't consider Ancient of of Shield canon. I love that show. I love that show, but it is not canon. It is not canon. But what you can I'll have, this, though. What, it, though. When and also the and thing is, what, when you sorry, what? It's canon. What Shield? No, it's not. No, not Shield. The comics. Okay, here's here's why. Officially, yeah, it's canon. But when you oh, have, you're gonna be that, you're gonna be that round. No, 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 no. When you have an all-encompassing canon made up of movies, TV, video games, books, comics, a goddamn theme park. Dink Farrick, there's a theme there's park only, there. It's only one, like, one ride for the theme park, but yeah, I get your point. The, the point is, though... No, 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 not judge, just the rides. Oh, uh, you're the, talking about the town itself? Yeah, the okay. whole park in itself is canon. And the yes. thing that happens there is you're going to run into contradictions. I, in The Rise of Skywalker, and this has nothing to do with the movie, itself, nothing to do with the quality of the film. When they mentioned that Poe was a spice runner, I was immediately pulled out of it. And after, because after, I followed the Poe Dameron comics religiously, because I loved that character of the Force Wiggins. Did you follow Shadow Rebellion? No, did not. Okay, then you missed out on something. Uh, but the that's thing, not like you said like a mean tone, but like Shattered Rebell- or Shattered Empire, it talks more about his parents and like what they did. Oh, I love Shara Bay. I love Kez Dameron. I think they're great characters. Oh, then you did. Okay, never mind. Well, I've not read that, so but, like I've read uh I've read some issues of like the current Star Wars run where like they're in there. Okay. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is you are going to run into contradictions. What I would like to see more is a lot like what Marvel does with the comics, which is they're inspired by it. You, you, you'll see certain things come in. Okay. Well, with but, Marvel, they have the leeway of it's the multiverse. They can do – they have given themselves the metaphorical get-out-of-jail-free card with whatever they do. No matter yeah. what they do, anything they do will be just written off as, oh, it's just another universe. They can do that, and it's completely canonized. They have created the biggest umbrella, whatever they can do, and whoever did it just needs to get a pay raise. Yeah. <laughs> Who created the multiverse? Someone looked at it. Right, I'll Google that for you because I'm a nice person. <laughs> but yeah, I, I look. Yeah, just the theory of the multiverse. And nothing new so with the quality of the books and comics. I don't consider them to be canon, though. Who created the multiverse? Well, that was William James, who was... No, that's an 1895 philosopher who went to a depression. Um, because it's... Okay. Who went um, to a depression. Which, I, which th- that's not a joke about depression. That, that was a joke about how Michael um, just, like, said that so, like, nonchalantly. I mean, yeah, because, like... Yeah, our, I was looking for Marvel. I wasn't looking for sadness. I mean, that, yeah, that's really <laughs> looking for Marvel, not sadness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we we have to keep going. Um. Uh, I don't think the Mandalorian series is gonna take us all the way there. 
I think maybe the Mandoverse will. I personally think the Mandalorian could end after season three. You could kill me. I will. I will not call it the Mandoverse. Why? It. I think it sounds funny. It doesn't feel right. Why? It doesn't. The Mandalorian no. re- related television series. Doesn't sound right, dude. Nope. The The Mandalorian shows then. Just call it the Star Wars universe, man. No, yeah. because that's too encompassing. Because that includes the prequels, and and of course I love the prequels, but the prequels. Oh, you had to double back there. Make sure that no one like find your address. Ever. But um, I live on Earth. That's all you need to know. Um, the. Are you there? Yeah. Hi. Um. But. What's up with oh, the um. With the, uh, I I totally lost lost what I was saying, but I thought I lost connection. Are you good? Or uh, I'm I'm all good. I'm all good. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just no, we're we're yeah we're all good now. We're we're fine here now. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> uh, you know what? It's been it's been a day. It's been a long day. I just really want to go, um, dream about things. Nice. Anyway. Yeah, actually, I can't that anyway. Um, I, I my dreams are whack. I do think <laughs> Chewbacca killed me once in my dreams. It's so so fun. I went through a flaming rhino towards my math teacher. <laughs> All right. I once um I once had a dream in like early 2019 where I I literally sat in a movie theater and watched Endgame. Oh, there you go. And it sucked. And I was, that, I good. was dreading Endgame, because I thought it was going to be so awful, and it was fantastic. Spider <laughs> <laughs> Man once punched me in the dick. Like, that happened once, I don't know why, but I didn't deserve it. Who did? Your grandma? Well, no, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man, well... Just uppercut me right up there. And I'd pay money for that, though. Anyway. Why? Anyway, moving on. Um, overall, I felt the episode didn't connect well. Each individual... No, each individual part was fantastic, made me smile, but it was like several mini stories told individually in one episode, as opposed to one episode which made sense. Oh, and why did they wait too long for Cad Bane? Honestly, what an appearance. Eh. I thought this episode connected really well. It's like the last episode was like a great episode of the Mandalorian. This was like a, a great like Disney Plus original Star Wars movie. This just felt like to me, this felt like a really great Star Wars movie. Or, like, one hour of it. A great one-hour Star Wars. This was a 49-minute episode, right? Was it 48? Uh, yeah, so, like, a great, like, 45-minute-long Star Wars movie. Yeah, so I think they did a really good job. I don't agree with the boss's comment of they didn't connect it well. The cuts were cutty. They were cinematic. They were still, um, you knew what was going to happen. You, like, you cut to Cobb Vanth. He's coming back to the town. You cut from Mando to um, Grogu, and you're like, oh, we're still here. This is just perspectives of different one. And I want to talk so much about Grogu and Mando, everything. Earths. Also, also. It's so sad. How great was that fake out with the title? From the, desert com- from the Desert Comes a Stranger. You're like, oh, oh my God, Cobb yes. Vance from the Desert. I bet he's well. that stranger. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hello there, little lady. We got we got Corey Burton back. We got Corey Burton yeah. back. Just like 
Disney Plus continuously like bringing back characters from shows, not just in Star Wars. We got Wilson freaking Fisk. Yes, and I don't care what anyone says. That guy is still as strong as before. Oh no, totally. A- after watching all of Daredevil in the last like month or so, and then watching the Haw- Hawkeye finale, I reject or I retract. As as Ned said, it annoy him. I would like to have my words stricken from the record, please. <laughs> about but what I said about Wilson Fisk in the Hawkeye finale. Anyway, couldn't couldn't get on with the super imposed voice of Luke. Felt like a voiceover, not net natural. And I guess it was. Yeah, my mom of, was commenting on that. I, that is my. That's the one thing I didn't like about this episode. I thought that the visuals on Luke's face increased tenfold. Amazing. Like Yvonne, you. Myself and, and and Alex, when we talked about the Mandalorian season two finale like over a year ago, we were like, "Yeah, Luke's face didn't look all that good, though." Looked I mean, great. It was all right. I mean, it's all right. Oh, amazing. O- overrated as hell, in my opinion. But you know, but that's typically how the BS goes. Overrated or over uh, exaggerated? No, that's just um. Uh, it was overrated, but that that, that that's just um. That's just a um. It's a joke. A, a, a reference oh, oh, to the I internet. Um, you, you don't think uh, the internet, right? You've heard it before? Yeah, I use it a lot. Cool. So, yeah, same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to search up your questions for you anymore. Vaughn, it's your t- yeah. time to shine, buddy. <laughs> uh, you want me to search things for Well, you? Not, not now, but... Um, um, yeah, Luke's, so they really do, I, I think, need to fix Luke's voice. Because there were times when it sounded like an impersonation. I mean, it was there, Mark Hamill. I think he was just trying to sound good. It was, if they, like, did anything with it, it was Mark Hamill trying to sound younger. And because, well, he sounds more like the Joker now than he does Luke Skywalker. I, I do he, agree, yeah. So they had to... Kind of fix that around, and yeah, it wasn't the best job, but I'll take it. What if we see, <laughs> what if uh, Joker in the Batman universe, who I don't think is is, is going to be like a min villain to like the end of that trilogy, but what if yeah. like when we meet the Joker, it's Mark Hamill, I and he gets to play the live action Joker in just one or two. I think movies. that would fit weirdly with Robert Pattinson's Batman, but still, I'm down for it. Yeah, but like. The, the vibes of the films wouldn't match, but oh my god, I'd love to see Joaquin Phoenix and Robert Pattinson meet. Oh my god, yes. That would be great. But, no, but like, actually, they never do it. They never I, do it. I, I, I don't think I'm Joaquin so. Joker's fighter. Yeah, but no, like him playing Joker, but in more of like the, the Heath Ledger kind of way. Or like Jared Leto, even. I thought that, that, that Leto was solid. I thought he was solid. Yeah, I thought Leto was fine. Um, uh-huh. but like, uh, I'm mad that they're doing a Joker too. I'm mad about Joker two. Do not You're make mad. a Joker. T- don't make Joker two. The first one was great. It was a great standalone story. Leave don't, it alone. don't leave it alone. The fact that like you are doing a second one undercuts everything from the first and everything the movie was supposed to be. But then it, it made a uh-huh. billion dollars at the box office. Anyway, enough about the Batman. The, 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 the Batman comes out March fourth. Cannot, could not be more exciting. Tickets go on sale one week from today for the Batman. Exciting, exciting. So All right. Um, okay. I am not too keen on Disney reimagining Luke, Leia, and Han like they've done in Mando and Boba. 
It's great to see them, but knowing it's not actually them, it kind of makes me sad inside. Plus, we need we, we need to move on. Um, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I would. I I'd personally rather see them bring in a different actor. You mean the? I just want to see. God, why do I keep on forgetting his name? I feel bad every time I do. Sebastian Stan. No, not Sebastian Stan. Like, I mean, he looks like Luke, but like, I don't need him. Yeah. Who's the? Uh, but like, look, he was look. the second guy with the fighter pilot. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. He he the was the um the the stand-in for Luke, in, at the end of Mandalorian season two, and that's oh, sort really? of what tipped off everyone to the fact we might see Luke next week. Now they actually got a different, a different stand-in for Luke Skywalker, mm. for this episode, oh, yeah. which I think is kind of strange, but whatever. Um, yeah, different guys standing in for him, but it's it's totally fine. Um, uh. That remains to be seen. Uh, the boss says, Not sure if I'm happy with more computer-generated Luke, Leia Han. These people are Star Wars, but surely we need new heroes and villains. Not sure how I'd feel to bring them back to life like Leia for extended periods on screen. Leia was not on screen in Rogue One for an extended period of time. And even if she was, I wouldn't have minded that. Like, she looked amazing. She looked great in the movie. Tarkin looked great in the movie. I watched Rogue One, aka the best Star Wars movie again yesterday. That movie's fantastic. Tarkin looks great. Tarkin looks great in that movie. Mm-hmm. They, I think it's the budget of the show. It, it's think, all budget. It's all budget. I don't want to blame it all on budget because I think they could have done a little bit more. But even then, what more is that little bit going to do? What is that little difference going to make in the grand scheme of you the know, universe? This show's all uh, up until these last two episodes. This show's felt so low budget. Like, it's given me nothing to be excited for. Like, is what the show has done. They like they they reuse the same set locations in every single episode. It made the world feel small. Mm-hmm. Made it feel small. Like, show us new like sleazy back corner alleys in every episode. Don't keep going back to the mayor's house and and Garza Fwep. You know? Yeah, um, I think what... I feel bad, because Book of Boba Fett, as great of a show as I wanted it to be, had to rely on The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Luke, to bring back a feel of excitement for me, which I don't think was great. And it's just a lot about the show to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I want... The show to be good without having to rely on other characters, and when it's just I'm not right now. That these two episodes are the most excited I've ever been for the show. This is the most. Ex- these last two weeks have been some of the most excited. This is the most excited I've been for anything Star Wars related since December twenty twenty, when all the other shows were announced. Bad Batch was good. It didn't really get me excited though. Didn't get me, get me all excited though. Um, Book of Boba Fett was disappointing the first four weeks. I thought episode two was really good. I thought episode four was solid. But it's just like the overarching story. It's like, what was it, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I'm. It's weird. It's weird because. 
from a quality standpoint, a quality standpoint, if we're grading all seven episodes, I'm, I'm assuming that chapter seven is going to be great. I'm just assuming that they're going to continue this winning streak next week in the finale. I don't. I. I'm I, I can't get about the finale now. I cannot get my hopes up though. I can't get my hopes up because. Like because uh, we were excited. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, no. Go go ahead. I I, I was still with the last up. episode. We were excited with the possibility for Luke and to see Grogu again. This next episode is a much much smaller possibility. With the we're not going to see. I don't think we're going to see Grogu's choice until at least season three. I actually had a theory though that I mentioned to Ivan uh, before we started the show. I think one of the post credits because I think there are two. I think there could could be two. I think yeah, one of them. Totally a possibility. One of them is we cut back to to the planet. Some time has passed. Grogu's like flipping around with the I um, they did a great job with with, that. with the armor. Yeah, they, that that was great. Also, with Grogu was awesome. This is the best Grogu's ever looked. With yes. um, with with the armor, and he's gonna have the lightsaber. Also, I, I think I think that if Grogu picks the saber. Luke will give him the armor as well. But if he, think, he picks the armor, I think that Gro- that Luke's going to let Grogu go. Luke has to know that his dad banged a woman while he was a Jedi. Luke is only thanks, around Sherlock. because his dad had attachments while being a Jedi. Well, yeah. otherwise he wouldn't be alive. Yes. Well, he doesn't know his mom. He doesn't know Padme, but Leia does. Lay knows Wait, Padme. No. Ahsoka knows yes. Padme. Ahsoka knows Padme. They all do. I actually, I, need, I really need to see Princess Leia and Ahsoka meet. Oh my just, god! I need that to be seen. I need it so much. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. No, no, who I really want to be the stand-in for the the CGI Leia. Who is Billy Lord? Billy Lord. Mm. Carrie's That's daughter. That's a name I have not seen in a long. Carrie's daughter. Yeah, no. I, I would, she I'd she totally played a, a Lou, Lieutenant Connix in the sequel. She films. was the person with the thing. Person with the thing in, in the sequel movies. Person with the thing in the sequel movies that had a pretty face. Yeah. And had like an upbeat energy. I enjoyed her. Yeah, she. she mm-hmm. I thought that she was a really fun, like, solid resistance character in the sequel. That's movies. what you want the resistance to be. <laughs> yeah. Uncle yeah. Sam needs you. I, I actually thought that the resistance was handled very well. I I really liked the whole d- dynamic between all the resistance people. I thought that was great. I yeah, I didn't I didn't think that the resistance was done. Like, I just wanted like post- see more like I wanted to see more all out war in this movie. In in, I want in, in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Anyway, I think they would have been built more built up with like the New Republic and it was a little bit more sad. Hey, uh, but, where's all that stuff you got from the New Republic? I think the other credit scene, and I, I got the, and I saw this one on TikTok, so I'm still in that theory, but, and I'm not sure exactly who sent it in, but one theory I saw is like, so remember how the Mandalorian season two announced this show? Right. What if they continue that trend? And what I mean by that is. Well, that announces season three? No, no, no. Well, we, we know about season three, but. We, we, and I don't think I've told you this theory, Michael. You probably haven't, because I'd probably be the, to you in my mind. The, so, we, we get a shot of Boba's palace between the twin sons. Fade to black. Text appears on the screen 18 years earlier. Are you doing a Pat Oswald scene right now? No. It open, we, we open up, 
Same same shot of the the twin suns, but in, in the middle is the Lars homestead. Oh, we we pan back. We see a we see a hooded figure turns around, and who is it? Space Jesus. And it'll be a lot like that scene at, at the end of Chapter Nine, The Marshal, where we saw Tim Morrison's face for the first time. Coming back, that great scene where everyone's like, "Oh, oh my God! Oh my God!" Tim Morrison's back. I need Kenobi to have a good scene. And and, and then it'll be like, and then it'll yes. be like, yes, Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. coming to Disney Plus May fourth, twenty twenty two. I need everything about Kenobi. I don't. I could care less about the. Actually, I do care a lot about the show. I need the show to be good too. I I, I want us all finale because a show can live and die by its premiere and finale. The premiere of this show was awful. Not awful, but it w- was lacking in several places. But the finale is what's going to determine what this show is. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We got the last one from the boss here. One hour and last. On the boss here. Jesus. Last one. Also, Tarkin was good in Rogue One, but I'm not a fan of bringing back to life iconic characters like Luke. It feels wrong. Star Wars needs to look forward beyond those characters. Yes, we love them, but the Mandalorian has shown new characters, heroes, etc. can be created and fans will love them. They just need a chance. The Mandalorian's absolutely given it that chance. The Acolyte's going to give it that chance. Um, there are... Oh, you're going to the Acolyte, Jesus. No, because though the, these are two shows... That are not based on the pre-existing characters. Did the you? only two two shows announced that are not based on pre-existing characters. And if Rogue Squadron happens, that's that's me one also because I think Rogue Squadron will see like a fair balance of Legends characters come back with new people. So, yeah, I I don't again I don't disagree with this. I can't say I fully agree though because I there's just something special. That we've seen in the last month and a half of not just Star Wars, but another big franchise bringing back iconic characters. Marvel, they're doing a great job. Marvel, I just, Marvel. <laughs> I just goes Marvel. Um, I just want to applaud them both. They're doing a great job. Oh my god! I'm so glad I get to witness it. Uh, we, we lives in such a great time. And also, here's the thing: is we're not ostracized from humanity for liking this stuff. No, isn't yeah. that great? Yo, Barry, isn't that great? You shoved in toilets for talking about Iron Man. Oh my god, totally. We can have a podcast about it people call us cool. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's, it's, it, it is Not many people do, awesome. but it's a possibility. It's, it's a possibility. Yvonne does not have that chance. Yvonne... He's not walked down school to hallways. Yeah. Do um, you know that I do a Star Wars podcast with Drew? Because I feel weird. Oh, it's fine. Dude, I, don't, I, I, it... I don't mention that much either. All right. Um, yeah. But there's also just something special about seeing the old characters come back that is special. I hope that Luke mm-hmm. does not. I don't want Luke Skywalker to be a series regular in season three. Yeah. This Maybe made sense. I want to see him twice. I want to see him twice. This made. Eh, I mean, I'd be fine with once. I don't. Again, if, if my theory about that credit scene pans out with Grogu, we, we, we don't need to, 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 to see Luke next week. We don't need to see that. Now, what's going to be a problem, I think, uh, is if, is if we see, um, 
as if we get no mention of anything with Luke and Grogu in, in the finale. It was if there's no mention of that. Because that will... Because, like, as much as this is the Mandalorian now, it's still set within the confines of the Book of Boba Fett. So it yes. needs... This show needs to wrap up everything that it's set up. Yep. Not everything, but, like, that is, that, that's a cliffhanger. Hanger thing. That is a cliffhanger thing. They got. They have to address that this week. They have to address that. Another thing. I've got one more theory about next week. What if we get a flashback with Cad Bane and Boba Fett, and we see that duel? Oh. You see that duel from the Clone Wars arc that was never aired. That'd be awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Like, like well, that's how we just start the episode. That's how we just start the episode. And this time, it's Cad Bane in the back to tube. <laughs> Would that be great? Yeah, because in the... Did you ever watch the deleted scene? Uh, yeah. I it. it was amazing. Yeah, it was shown that Boba's helmet got hit, and that's how we got the dent, and Cad Bane actually got hit. Yeah. And you can see it in Bad Batch because he has a bunch of metal plating on his head. Uh-huh. So, I would actually love to see that, and if we actually do get to see, like, the top of Cad Bane's head every, and at any time of the finale, if, like, I'm looking for that metal plating. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. All right, guys, I, I, I'm, I'm sending you right now my notes. Send you guys with the notes right now, so that we're just starting the notes. So that um, we're gonna be here for a while. We have a lot of talking about. Oh yeah, no, we do. We are now. We're in already. We're gonna be here for at least. We are here until for at least one more hour, guys. Um, but no, just so I can take a little break from talking. Glad I ate before this. Yep. All right. Well, do you guys want to like take a like five minute break? No, because if I do, my parents will be like, "Go the fuck to sleep." Got it. Okay. Actually, no. I'm, I'm, actually, never mind. Uh, five minute break so we can go to the bathroom. All right, cool, cool. All right, guys, we'll, we will be back in five I'm minutes. Grab some water, real quick. I got my water. <laughs> yeah, we, we got our water. Um, <laughs> Michael, we we had a little conversation when. When Ivan was getting his water about about the Halo trailer, and Michael is wearing a a Master Chief helmet. Or just a helmet, but I'll keep it on in bed, baby. (laughs) Stop. This is a family show. That'll make us feel like Hey, hey. Uh, no, so Michael, so maybe I'll get you that the hoodie that says "I love hot moms." <laughs> I'll get that for you this time. Oh, I can't wear that with any shred of dignity. <laughs> Nobody can. Well, the recipient's never worn it. He's never worn it, which I think is a little bit disappointing. Is that the hoodie uh, you got for Ben? Huh? Is that the hoodie you got for Ben? I got that I for Kellen. Kellen. I got it for Kellen. Oh. He's never worn it. Cause his mom, cause like he was walking in the house. What he he he, he told me he was like walking in the house, and then his mom's just like, "What are you wearing?" He's like, "Yeah, Drew got this for me." And she's like, "Take that off right now. You are never wearing that again." Oh, 
So, whatever. All right. Let's actually go through my notes on the episode. So, we're just starting the broadcast here. Can I still do the voice without the... What? I'll go through notes with you, baby. You better not. Not like that. Well, then maybe I can be a Russian mobster named Vladimir. Can I be the the Russian mobster then? Is that that okay, guys? None of this is... No, I need to eat my cookies, so I'm not going to do the voice anymore. Your cookie. All right. I have multiple. So let's just actually go right through the stuff we haven't talked about yet. Um, one thing we talked about last last was like, if we see Grogu, then Luke Skywalker is a given. Mm-hmm. But the character we didn't talk about that I, I think slipped through all of our minds was R two D two. I miss yeah. him. Everything about him makes me feel joy. As much as I love, much as I've I've always loved R two. This is a this is the first time. I've thought of R two as being maybe the top ten Star Wars characters. Really? Yeah. Like he's seen it all. Because because that moment where he's with Ahsoka, which when we saw Ahsoka, who's by the way my favorite Star Wars character, she is my Luke Skywalker. Um, he's known ah- Ahsoka since he was since she was a child, mm-hmm. and he's gotten to see the woman that Ahsoka's grown into. Droids don't grow. Yeah. What? What? No, never mind. That was that was dumb. Yeah, because I wasn't talking about droids. Yeah, droids don't grow. Um, but. It's just like that emotion there that, I mean, and Archie's also never had his mind wiped. Yeah. So he'd oh, remember yeah. all of it. can also commit war crimes on the daily. Just look at Chopper. <laughs> I mean, Chopper has over 10,000 confirmed kills. Like, yeah. if, if Resistance was able to fulfill its potential, imagine what, like, um, what Bucket, like, could have done. Imagine what Bucket, Bucket could have done. Bucket would have been Chopper. Bucket would have been Chopper times 10. Yep. I guarantee you, every time that helmet rattles, stormtroopers probably just piss themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bucket. Bucket was the best character from that show, hands down. Um. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um. W- one of my favorite line- lines in this-, in this episode was, "Is that a bench?" <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I mean, he's I was not expecting those droids. Like, where those droids come from? I saw some guy make them on TikTok at a Lego, and it looked pretty cool. Oh, that that was actually a super cool misdirect. One thing that I I, I was talking with you guys, I think I, I told Suvan. But this is but these shows, The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, have been a lot of just like paying really great homages. To the originals and the prequels and Rogue One with the hallway scene at the end of Mando season two. But mm-hmm. what these? But I cannot wait for them to also start to homage the sequel films. Yeah, I think it it would have been great if maybe Din got to uh, this planet and he walked up some steps or something. He saw Luke standing there with with Grogu. Luke turns around and chucks Grogu over his shoulder. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, he can fly now. 
No, uh, but I, I think that could have been really cool, really great way to homage the sequel films, but they still did that because here, or like a reference, because like the droids were like lifting the rocks. Lifting rocks is a recurring theme in Blast Jedi. So, you know, that's just something that I noticed. Filoni, oh my God, he's come a long way with his live action cinematography skills. Yeah. Um... But you know, one thing about the bench still. Can we appreciate the fact how, like, as soon as Din sits down, he just falls asleep immediately? I mean, he's probably so sleep deprived. I mean, he he's ever he doesn't have a place he's, to sleep on a ship anymore. He's been carrying this show for the last two weeks. His back needs a break. Yeah. It's like. He he was carrying and Ming Na Wen was carrying, but they never used Ming Na Wen until episode four. You know? Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, the face got a lot better, but just the voice. Oh my god, they need to fix the voice. I didn't notice anything with the voice. I haven't rewatched the episode mainly because I don't I've, know, I haven't had time. I've Ivan, you have all time in the world. I've seen this episode three times. Three times. I was just very deprived. I didn't notice anything different with his voice. Yeah, that wasn't something that I noticed on a first watch. But going back through it, I, I twice I'll again, like, kid. yeah. <laughs> um, Luke picked up all the frogs. How great was that scene? That's like. That was nice. I liked that. That reminded me a whole lot of the scene in it from Empire Strikes Back where Yoda lifted the axing from the swamp. Uh-huh. Did you guys notice? Do you guys notice the prosthetics on Grogu's face when that happened? I do not remember. Oh, when Grogu just got shot? No, 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 no. When... No, when, uh, when Luke picks up all the frogs. When he picks up all the frogs... Oh my god, you can tell that this is the, like, that, the Grogu puppet was great. They put so many more prosthetics in the face. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know if, the, I don't think those have always been there, but, you know, the, the mix, what I love that recent Star Wars has done since The Force Awakens is they've shown a tremendous mix between both uh, practical effects and CGI. Mm-hmm. And they blend together in characters like BB-8, in uh, Maz Kanata, in Grogu. And I love seeing that trend. It doesn't have to be just one or the other. You can have that mix of both. I think it works yeah. really, really, really well. Um, uh, Luke used the force to move Grogu along. How great was that? How great that was, was that? that? That was so cute. So cute. Um, uh, he, he referenced Yoda. That was amazing. We heard Yoda's theme. Mm-hmm. And then we saw some clone boys. We did. Yeah. Got some clone boys. We got some 501st in there. Massacring some plebs. <laughs> some plebs. <laughs> Yeah, so there's killing some plebs. Um, they don't know how to parry. 
Little Roddenberry, they didn't play Jedi Fallen Order on Grandmaster level. They can deflect laser bolts? They can do that? That's legal? Oh! <laughs> they... They deflect now! In canon, they move about as fast as you hit <laughs> a ball. Storm? It's so funny. Storm? Like, really? That's, that's how the... That's how yeah, the speed of a blaster bullet? I'm pretty sure it's close to, like, you know, like your baseball, you throw it, it's the same. I'm much more confident in my abilities now. Exactly. Um... Also, like, I was losing against all the nerf endurance, but like, oh my god, might be able to do that. You know, stormtroopers, yeah. stormtroopers in in Fallen Order is a whole lot of oh, they aim now. Also, I mean that just came in my head, brain. I I had to say, it. I I had to say, it. I make fun of they it's fly just, now on a weekly basis. It's just a thing that I have to do is just make fun of that. That's one of the dumbest lines. In what you are. <laughs> They fly now. And then Finn, a stormtrooper, goes, They fly now? And then Poe, who's seen them fly canonically, goes, They fly now. Yes, it was a stupid line. In a a somewhat stupid movie. It was a mediocre movie, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Uh... We yeah so um, guys, do you think we're gonna learn who rescued Grogu? No, uh, they're probably gonna leave that a mystery. I want to see that. Is it important? No, it's not important because he escaped. That's what's important. Well, that is he's true. alive. Remember when like we um, thought that like baby is alive. I want to see the baby. I would like to see the baby, Werner Herzog. The baby. I miss him. I miss Werner Herzog. I, th- I, I think that I, I said that last week, but I miss that character. I want to see him come back. He was a great, he was a great decoy. Huh? He was a great decoy. Yeah, what forget it. He would... He... And he'd never seen a Star Wars movie before. And he... I don't think he has up until this point even. But, um... He re- I, I think that, like, you can tell in the behind-the-scenes the, the footage that he really loved being a part of The Mandalorian back in Season yes. 1. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when, like, the, the days you guys were in, like, we all thought, like, the Bad Batch was gonna be the one who, like, rescued Grogu? No. Because there were reports that, like, they'll be protecting um, a young character, and this character will, will be super important, and they were like, oh! It's Grogu, then it turned out to be, uh, Omega. 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 Suck my dick, it's Grogu's. What, what did you send? What? I'm sorry. Did you send something? What? I have no idea what, what you just said. Like, no, I, I can't... Just, repeat that. No, don't repeat that, we are still I on air. You said repeat it, that was how... Michael is quickly turning both of my podcasts into, um... Adult fair. <laughs> we can cut that. We We're not. No, we, we we don't cut anything. This is too funny. We we don't cut anything. It's fruit loops. I'm sorry. We they used that word in like the Star Wars and Marvel. They used it in the Marvel movies, I think, once. What word? The word I just said because I don't want to repeat it because F? No. Is it? I don't know what they you said. They didn't use that word. I have no idea what you said. I don't. It doesn't matter. Um. Okay. Um, Ahsoka? We got Ahsoka? We did. How did... Okay. You guys know. 
Soka's my favorite Star Wars character. Right. Mm-hmm. That that's my Luke Skywalker. Right. She she's my, yeah. my Luke Skywalker. Say it again one more time, just for us. Uh, she's yeah. she's my, my Luke Skywalker. I think it's super important. Um, but there was no reason for her to be in this episode. Yeah, I mean it was just a small cameo. No, but I think she played the role that it needed. Because if she wasn't yeah. there, Grogu was gonna see Mando. Yeah, but but and why did she, she played the messenger perfectly? <sighs> yes. I mean, yes. But why did it... Why did it really have to... Because what's confusing to me is that like it seems like Ahsoka got there, was there for like a day, and then left. And then during that same day, that that's when Din happens to, to show up. I'm not saying that's like lazy or anything, but it's it's a bit contrived. You yeah. know? Um, because he's like, will I ever see you again? And she's like, perhaps. Ahsoka shows it was. You know, I, we're not going to say anything, but Yvonne said something at the end of when we saw Shang-Chi on opening night. Not no, going to lie, I may no, have thought of that. No. <laughs> anyway, moving on, we're not going to talk about that anymore. You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys know what I'm talking about. We do. We do. Yes. We do. Though we those of you... Who listened to uh, our Shang Chi commentary track from a few weeks ago? You guys know what what I'm talking about. Um, wait. Oh wait, we can say that word because Deadpool's a Marvel movie. Yeah, no, I, I so I try to have the podcast each episode be rated like the the I'm same. No, 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 because I, I I feel this is an important distinction. Is I have the podcast episode be rated the same as the movie that or, or show that we're covering. So like. Oh. For for Daredevil, I was a bit more R-rated. Not, like, super hard, but, like, still. This is TV-14, so we can use some more, like, TV-14 language. That, that, that's just my philosophy on it. It's like, you've seen the episode. You've seen the episode. It's like, you, you're... you I'm assuming you're mature enough to handle it and stuff. But, like, the point is, like, if if families, like, watch the show, the idea is, like, they, they should be able to listen to podcasts, and it should be the same age rating, I guess. So that's just yeah. m- my own f- philosophy on that. Um, but yeah. Um, ah- Ahsoka has a great line. I'm an old friend of the family. That was pretty cool. Now, I'm going to show you guys something right now. The last time Ahsoka and Anakin saw each other was in what? this episode. Well... When the last time it was Anakin, not Vader, fully Anakin, I still think was in this episode, season seven, episode nine. Old friends not forgotten. I just think that's fun. I think that's fun. I'm an old friend of the family. Um, oh my god, it, it it was great. It was great. I love that little reference there. I yes. I have one note right here. R2 is a sneaky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Completely tricked it. Oh, yeah. And I love, as soon as he got there, he just, like, went to sleep. Yeah. No, no my, um, when, when we, for, uh, for rowing, when, when we have our, our Saturday m- morning runs, our coach will go super far, uh, uh, ahead of us. It's, like, 
a six mile run on, on Saturday mornings. He'll go super far ahead of us. He'll get back long b- b- before the rest of us do. When he gets back, he he's waiting for us. He just leaves, and that's what that reminded me of. And I think it's really funny. Um, okay. Ahsoka's okay with Luke training Grogu because it was his choice. Well, yeah, because you mm-hmm. can't force teaching. Yeah. I mean, you can because it's a job, but like. And, and yes and no. you know, I really think this is setting up. This is setting up what Luke is becoming going into the sequel films. Because I think that that's what this is all for. All these shows are going to be fleshing out the sequels in the same way the Clone Wars did it for the prequels. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see we're starting to see like little hints of that of that um, of Luke's not for lack of a better term misjudgment, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I, I guess yeah. we, we see it here. Ahsoka, who has a very different life experience than Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. who knows what her her brother did, Anakin, mm-hmm. because of his attachments. Yeah, Luke knows what happened. I'm assuming Ahsoka told him, but she didn't. Uh, but he didn't experience that. Luke did not experience it. And I feel like that is an important distinction there. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, you know, we're, we're starting to see there. And then the, the choice at the end, like, Luke knows that the Jedi failed because of their creed. Yes. Yeah. Of no attachments. And I mm-hmm. cannot imagine... This is how Luke wants to start off his his temple. Mm. This is not how Luke wants to start off the the new Jedi Order is with that choice. Exactly. Which what I think. If if Grogu chooses the saber. Which by the way, what's the the deal with with that with that saber? Because I I saw some p people saying that it like decanonized a, a Vader comic. So what's the deal with that? Oh, I, I know the reference. I know that I actually know that one. Yvonne, um, you so, understood yeah. that reference? You understood yeah. that reference? I, oh, I should explain it actually too. <gasps> In a Vader comic, uh, Yoda's lightsaber was destroyed, but on Dagobah, he rebuilt it. So at the same time, it's canon that he had his lightsaber and it was amongst his belongings on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know... It just didn't account for the Yoda run. Yeah, so going back, honestly, to the um, to the whole canon debate that we had early on in the show. Yeah. I... You know, here's what I'll say. If there's something that's, that's mentioned or shown in a comic or a book, or especially, mm-hmm. like, a, a reference book is canon until any story contradicts it. A reference book is there to fill in the gaps until an actual story fixes it. So reference book is canon until literally anything else comes along. Mm 
I will agree with you for now. Until I get angry about it. Okay. And then I'm gonna go Books and comics together. are canon until there yeah. are until they're changed by on-screen media. And look, look, Freetown Freetown is now canon. Cuz that that was like the one thing from chapter 9 that was like left out about Cobb Vanth from the Aftermath books, right? Was that's called Freetown and not Moss Pelgo. Which Moss Moss Pelgo in my opinion is is a better name than Freetown. Yeah. You know, Freetown seems like um like that that Lego city where it's like try and get one million studs. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. That that's what that reminds me of is is Freetown. Um But yeah, yeah. Um So th- th- that's just where I stand with the whole canon thing. And like I will always take on screen media as canon over um over anything in the publishing division. Uh-huh. That does, does not discount those stories. It's yeah. just something else has come exactly. along. And that is the problem with having uh, everything that you do be canon. That's yeah. the problem with that. So yeah, that's where I stand. Um, I hope that like maybe this show goes on to maybe like explain... What, how does it work now that Grogu is both Foundling and Jedi, or Padawan? I want that to be explained some more, m- moving forward. That, I, I think that could be a super... I think it could be a cool concept. I think it's Grogu's having to make a decision. Yeah. Luke, Luke running with Grogu. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I love yeah, that. That, that, was, that was fun. That was so cool. By the way, the first Black Series figure I ever got was this guy right here. You guys see that? We, we can't see it. Oh, you can't see it? So the, the camera sh- shuts off when I'm not on the app. Whatever. Um, it's it's Grogu. It, it's Grogu. Uh, which you I, Black Series Grogu? Yeah, this is the first one I got was Black Series Grogu. I didn't know they made it. Oh, yeah, you showed me. It was... Um... It's so tiny compared to the other figures. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, you got Mando and Grogu at the same time. No. You had no, to buy them separately. You can get separately. Had to be separate because they're like, oh, wait, wait. We can charge $10 oh. for an accessory. Yeah, there you go. I just see that. It's fine. There is like a a Target like um two pack with both of them, yeah. but it's never in stock. It's never in stock. Yep. Which we can have a whole like action figure debate uh la- later on, and, and I, I'd love to do that. Will Will I grab the guy who 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 we met at GameStop the, the other day, Michael? Oh yeah, look <laughs> at that guy. <laughs> you know, Michael and I had a whole debate with the GameStop store manager about Star Wars. I think it was me pulling you more away from the debate than me in the debate. You, you did that. You pulled me away from it a, a whole lot. Um, but since she was like, Star Wars has never been good since 1980. I'm like, 
I don't disagree, but Mandalorian's pretty freaking awesome. Yes. Um, and then as we were leaving, I was like, Revenge of the Sith is the best Star Wars movie. <laughs> and, and then you go, Clone Wars is better than the original, so we just run out of there. I told him that Empire Strikes Back is just 40 minutes of exposition, and I think he died a little inside. So did I. So did I. <laughs> You're not wrong, but that's what makes it not fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, is the planet Takadana? Do you guys think that's possible? Is this planet Takadana? No. No? No. Okay. I'm just th- throwing that out there. I think there'd be a lot more... Uh, I think it'd be... I think Mando would be like, it's Takadana. Because Maz Katana's castle was like a big hub for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah and especially as, as we've Mando, seen it. So I think it'd be like, yeah, this is Takadana. I love oh. to see Maz Kanata show up in, in Mandalorian. That'd be cool. I would yeah, awesome. love that. I'd then be you awesome. Watch, watch in the chat too. Huh? All right, let me check that real quick. But yes, Maz Katana, she'd be awesome to see like a younger version of her. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I was, well, I and that'd be perfect to see Chewie. All right, good. Guys, we have confirmation. Max Rebo survived. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I cut off, and then I've kind of screwed myself here. But we can see like, Chewie with Maz Katana. Yes. Oh, what if that's how they bring Han Solo next week? We get a three-hour episode of Book of Boba Fett next week. We do? No, no, I'm just saying, like, what if we do? I thought they were all the same one time. Is this possible? This episode, I think, needs to be over an hour long. I I think maybe, like, an hour 20. But, but, okay, so we can look at the longest episode of Star Wars that we've gotten... And that was the Mandalorian chapter nine, the Marsh. That was fifty-four minutes. But we can, but we can look at the Marvel shows. The Hawkeye finale was sixty-one minutes long. Um. So I, I, I really think this show needs, like, if, if this episode is getting. Like, if, if I click on on Disney Plus on Wednesday mornings, like, chapter 7, 37 minutes, I'm like, oh, God. That'll be disappointing. I want something closer to 50. It, it's got to, no, it, it has to be at least 55. With credits, like, the runtime we see on Disney Plus has to be at least 55 minutes. Has to be at least. Who's that nerd from The Simpsons? That runs the comic show. Comic book guy. It, it needs to be at least 55 minutes in order to be sa- satisfying to the fan base who's loved Boba Fett for 45 years. Mm. Kill it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Um, the, oh. the the training ball is a soccer ball. It's just chakra. Yeah. I can't tell you how happy that made me on a level that I didn't know I could get. Just get off! Get off of this shot. Discord! Get off the the Discord call right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, Grogu getting shot is rewarding for me in a way I didn't know I needed. It was. I don't know something about seeing his little green body just go flying for a short distance after getting that absolutely obliterated by a blaster bullet he didn't know was coming. No, it makes me feel 
No, but what I like seeing is like little kids learning how to do things, and then they immediately get messed up afterwards. Exactly. That satisfaction. Now it wasn't as much as with Baby Yoda because you know he's adorable. He's Nothing adorable. should ever happen yeah. to him. Right, but like, but like random kids learning by hurting themselves, just like randomly, like getting shocked by something they're not supposed to touch. That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Grogu was jumping like Yoda. Yeah. Grogu was jumping mm-hmm. like Yoda. I love that. Um. Ahsoka and Luke sharing the screen. Something we never thought we would see ever. Yeah. I what well, I cannot wait for next year. Next year is seeing Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano sharing the screen with Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. Oh. That when 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 we hear when like we like I hope we see like Ahsoka. I hope it's either at the beginning of the show or the end of the show, but I want to see Ahsoka at her darkest moment. And then much and like... I, we saw and, her darkest moments in the Clone Wars, dude. Well, but in, in the Ahsoka series is in... I want to see Hayden show up in the same way that we saw Harrison Ford show up in, in Rise of Skywalker. I want to see Ahsoka be at her lowest point in the, in, in that show. And I want to uh, hear off-screen, off-screen, I want to hear, hey, Snips. <gasps> like, oh. oh, oh, my. You can tell this was written by a fan. You can, you <laughs> but just how, how wonderful would that be? How great would that I, be? That'd be as good as the portal scene from Endgame for me. That be as that would would be as good as the three Spider Man swinging in No Way Home. Spoilers! Spoilers! The movie's now for all, the movie's now for all, a month and a half at this point. If the internet didn't exist, you would have just spoiled it for me, Drew. So that's well, no, because we we saw it last weekend. That is true. Never so. mind. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. I really uh, liked. I want to uh, talk about. Can I talk about like Luke kind of being a hypocrite just a little bit? A little bit. All right, sure. Go ahead. I think that Luke forcing the decision on Grogu is a little bit. I don't get why he's trying to go back to the old ways of the Jedi. Yeah. Because it it makes no logical sense to me based on the data he has from the text to Ahsoka to not getting help and not embracing your emotions, but learning to ignore them as part of the Jedi and your attachments. Mm-hmm. I don't fully agree with the decision that Luke is trying to make. And it's like, hey, your dad was so powerful because he loved his attachments and loved other people. I think they need to uh, expand more on Grogu and Mando's relationship to make Grogu a better Jedi than just isolate Grogu because I don't think isolation will do any good for Grogu as a Jedi. But what do I know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a great point. That's a great point. Um, but there were was a line here. There was a line here. Sorry, just we are at like a not ninety five minutes right now, so we gotta just 
keep, keep it going. We gotta keep it going. Um, um, love this line. Sometimes the the student guide guides the masters. Think of all the times that Ahsoka taught Anakin. Think of how Sky much that guy. happened. Sky guy. Kill it, please. I want happiness again. <laughs> I know. I I want to like. I want to see a scene. You know what? A scene like when Toby and Doc Ock were talking in No Way Home. Oh, you're just where, going on this, where he's like the power of the sun, and and then Toby swings down. And he's like, oh, he said that line too many times. The, in the, the yeah, okay, but this one was great. And he's like, in the, in the palm of your hand, and then and he's like, it's good to. It's like you're all grown up. It's good to, to see you. And he's like, and he's like, how are you? And then Toby just goes, try and do better, which is a, a great reference to. Spider-Man 2. But just like it, it was it's a heartfelt moment and then it's just two old friends come back together. And that's kind of what I want to see from the Anakin scene. Because I, I only think that Anakin is in one scene of that show. It's a uh, cameo. Like what? I think that Anakin is in only one scene in Ahsoka. I He's only in every part that I think you're right. I want more. I want I, I, from that. I want, I want more. And I know I, I shouldn't. Just one scene. I want like a full conversation with him walking around. Oh like, no! Sam I... and Obi Wan used to. Oh. I don't need that much emotional damage, man. Emotional damage. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Emo- emotional damage. Um, I love Luke's m- monastery robes. I think those are great. Uh, yeah, they're a new version of his black look. They don't have the gray flap in the middle. So yes. Yeah. R- remind me of Ninjago. Quite a bit. I, I I will not elaborate. Ahsoka's line. So much like your father. Everything hurts. Goosebumps. I got I, I got chills, guys. I, I got chills hearing that line. Okay. Um so go back to Tat We return to the sons of Tatween. Oh, and by the way, when when Grogu saw the the N one starfighter flying away. He, he sensed it was Din, and he reached out. He reached out. Oh. And 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 Din said, "But I've I've come all this way. I can see him. Like he could hey, see Grogu." And Ahsoka was like, "No." <laughs> it's for the best. No. The best for you or the best for him. Yeah. Um. What what I. What I love, you guys know, I think one of the worst characters in all of Star Wars is the Major Domo. Oh, actually, my mom knew him. Oh, seriously? Yeah, they worked at the same comedy club together. That's awesome. I hate him. (laughs) Look, no, I I think that he's a fine actor. Uh, Judging from this, I I think he does his best with what he's given. But yes, the character of the major double is. Oh my god, I hate uh, that guy. He's such a terrible character. It was a scheduled vacation. But what I thought was wonderful was when the Gamorian just barked at him. I thought that was great. <laughs> there, there was a scene after he's like, "Well, technically, it was a scheduled vacation." He, he backs off, and the Gamorian goes. Rawr! <laughs> It was, it was so, uh, I was so happy when I saw that. 
Boba has no lines. We've argued, but we've talked at nauseum about that. Uh, the the Jawas have the skull of the crate dragon. That was funny. The awesome. And then has. on my third viewing of this episode, last night, I saw the Jawas' hands, and guess what? They're very furry. <laughs> Pelimato was telling the truth. Stop. Very furry. Please. 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 Every, you don't need this. Very room. furry. Okay, fine. Um, um, well, I loved... Alright. You know who I also really hate? Oh. And I'm glad that he's dead? Is the new deputy. Oh. You hated yeah. him for like the five seconds he was on screen? Yeah, he just seemed like... I don't like this guy. Like, this guy's reason Cobb Van might be dead. I don't think he is, but yeah, there's a possibility there. I, th- I I think it could go 50-50. I mean, it was a, it was a chest or shoulder shot. I, uh, yeah. It wasn't a heart shot, so I've, I think it... The way I think of it is because Bubba's missing his, like, calf plates, I think he kept those and just, like, left them on his chest, you know, in case things happen. People need plot armor. Yeah, that's true. Figured even... Boz on Plumber is. Um. Yeah, I think that the new deputy is bad. He's just bad at character. Um. He's all right. Bad at character, right? He's yeah. bad at character. Um. Well, I love, it, and this could be interesting. This one, one of the reasons I really hope that Cobb Van is still alive. He, he says. Looks like we we both lost something that we were fond of. That's a good line. That can be Someone expanded upon. Flirting with each other, and I don't. Know yes. Give me that relationship. I don't think Mando's like the romance type. He had that. Um, he had uh, o- Omera in uh, Chapter Four, Sanctuary. I think he just wanted the peace there. Yeah, the silence of not being in the warrior life. Eh. Yes. They had a connection. Well, they had a connection. I hope that when this show is all said and done, he goes back to Sorgan. Mm-hmm. Back, back to that planet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the crate dragon rib cage is in the bar. That was great. That was so good. I really like that. How did they get that in there in the first place? They deconstructed it, and then they used space glue to keep it together. <laughs> I agree with Devon. That's usually how you get most big things into a small hole. I concur. I understand what I just said. Please don't. <laughs> that was not intentional. Yes, it was. It was not. It was most definitely intentional. You can't say something and be like, that was not intentional. That was intentional. That is so specific. <laughs> it's too specific. Oh my god. Um yeah, Mon yeah. I plead the fist. I want my words stricken from the record. I would like to have my words stricken from the record, please. Like whenever like whenever we say something like that, I'll just play that audio from No Way Home of Ned. I would like to have my words stricken from the record. Um uh I, I love this line from Cobb Vanth, Vanth Refrigerations. See, that that's what, what I like about you, Mando. 
that big smile of yours makes you think you can get away with anything. What's funny is that Din 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 smile. I no. If you guys have seen, I'm not gonna get into spoilers here. But if you've seen episode six of Peacemaker, when I mention smile, you know what I'm thinking of. You know what I'm thinking of when I mention smile. If you've seen episode six of Peacemaker, that's what I'm gonna leave it at. And that was hysterical. Please stop. Peacemaker is one of the. I have not seen it yet. I know. You need to watch it. You need to watch this. Like Michael, like as as soon as we're done with this episode, you need to just jump on HBO Max and watch this. Watch this episode. It's wonderful. This episode is wonderful for Peacemaker. Anyway, moving beyond Peacemaker, guys, go watch Peacemaker. There are two episodes left in the season. It's so it's so incredible. Um, and confirm. Freetown is going to war, I think. And guys, there was someone who who worked at Lucasfilm who a, a while back mentioned there are certain Star Wars characters that when you just see their their, their silhouette, you know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You're goddamn right we do. Cad Bane is scary. I was in denial at first. I was in denial first. Yvonne can confirm because we watched watched together. And I go, no, that can't be Cad Bane. I'm like, what what if it's Kira? Because my sleep-deprived brain... No, shut up. I just finished watching Solo. I, I literally had just finished... Watching Solo again. I proceeded to say, no, you see that hat there? By the way, that hat is not big enough. No, it needs to be big. Yeah, if, if, if that hat was, like, bigger and more accurate to what we saw in Clone Wars and Bad Batch, I would have been like, yeah, that is totally Cad Bane. And also... walk the whole way. Yeah, everyone walks everyone on Tatooine. Like, like in, in, in The Mandalorian we also, everyone... everyone going to make it back in time for the finale. <laughs> it's not gonna be better than <laughs> I don't disagree. That's like that's like my whole thing on this episode. Is like I don't disagree. I've said that so much in this podcast. But like yeah, a like a bantha. Hey, ba 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 ba. I don't get some meme behind that line. Like yeah, Boba Fett said it, but I don't get why it's so funny. <laughs> he's it's, like it's like a bantha. It's may I maybe it's just not my sense of humor, but. It's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's not even my sense of humor. I just think it's fun. I just think it's fun. It's not like it, I think it's funny. It's just fun. I think my sense of humor has been broken for around two years now, so... Literally same, yeah. though. Yeah. All right. After Freddy Fazbear memes, I realized you were talking about yeah. Okay. Why are we talking Spanish? Ich spreche Deutsch. Ich spreche Deutsch. No habla either. That was an actual sound. I laughed so hard the first time I heard it. No, 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 how about like either? Vanessa just starts sobbing. No, okay, like, he says, guys. Vanessa, why are we speaking in Spanish? Guys, we we know that hat. Yeah. It's Cad Bane. Yeah. Cad Bane. Yeah. Nice hat. And and Corey Burton came back to voice the role. Fantastic. 
I saw something on Twitter today, and I retweeted it so you guys can see it also. But someone took that scene and uh, replaced the music with, like, the Hunter and Cad Bane showdown from Bad Batch. Which I think is been like twice in the, in in the last year, I've lost it when Cad Bane showed up. I didn't want to lose it because like my parents hadn't seen it at that point, and my dad hadn't. More importantly, because I don't think my mom cares all that often. But like if I screamed Cad Bane, he would have heard me, and I think I don't want to see my dad angry or start with me. Oh no 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 that that is sacred that that's sacred. So yeah. Oh man, it's just that was so great. So, guys, when we go into Bad Batch Season 2 this year, Bad Batch Season 2 is really going to tell us who are going to be some surprise cameos in Mandalorian Season 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, guys. guys we, no, we can, we, you know, we can look at some of the other shows as, as well because Clone Wars Season 7 came out the, the, the same year as Mando Season 2. Clone Wars Season 7, we got both Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Tano. Uh, I'm totally reading way, way, way too much into this, but you know, I, I totally think that they're like, look at who shows up in Bad Batch this year as to like sort of reintroduce some characters in a way. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about the Bad Batch season two. This is like one of the few things I, I don't know anything about. All I know is uh-huh. that it's, it's coming out of this spring. Oh, it's coming in Bad Batch Season 2 this spring? Yeah, uh, Star Wars Insider, uh, a few weeks ago. We haven't even got a trailer for it. No, I think we, we, we may get, like, a Disney Plus trailer thing at the, um, out of the Super Bowl. Although, I totally yeah. think, like, we, that that's where we are gonna get the Kenobi trailer. Is on Sunday, Feb- is on Sunday, February 13th. I think we are getting the Kenobi trailer then. Because gotcha, gotcha. this is the most hyped. This is, I think, my second most ant- anticipated show of the year, right behind uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Which the character posters they dropped today, though those were great. That Sauron one is my wallpaper now. Um, there were so many of them that was great. Swords, and for, for a person that hasn't seen the series, it's just a bunch of swords. Um, I think you just killed Drew a little bit on the inside. Yeah, you, you know, did kill me a whole lot. That's why I said it. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. That that shootout though. Star Wars is best when it's a western. Uh-huh. It's best as a western. Oh, that in giant armies. The yeah. true, big, huge scale wars. That's also awesome. Yeah, Cobb Vanth is alive. Yeah. He's not dead. He's definitely not dead. If he is dead, we're just all going to be wrong. I owe you both five bucks. Well, I mean, I, I called it. I called he's going to be in the show. Michael, you were, always, you were like, no, he's not going to be in the show. It doesn't fit. Neither did Luke Skywalker I'm or Sokotano. I called both Din Djarin and Cobb Vanth accurately. I realize how wrong I am. I admit my mistakes. <laughs> And I called those on no direct in- information that I got about the shows. Like, those, like, Cobb Vanth w- was just, like, some leaks that came out on, on Twitter. Leaks on Twitter? 
my own disclosed information. Me, 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 me. <laughs> well, this is like this is like back from June or July. Like this is back from like before I e- even knew you, Michael. Oh. Yeah. Um. Will but will could Vanth's death unite the people of Freetown against uh the Pikes? And then even that, then Cobb Vanth is the one who's been like handling the whole like relationship with the the Tuscan Raiders, right? Right. What if we get someone else who who becomes the the, the new uh? Marshal of Mos Pelgo. Okay? And then... Even Boba Fett will become... He just gives back shot like the boss. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the book of, of Boba Fett Season 2 it, is it going to have, like, three mentions of Boba Fett. And that's it. And the whole se- season is just going to be the Marshal of Mos Pelgo. It's like, <laughs> what is this show? I have no idea what this show is. Although, the the title of The Marshal of Mos Pelgo, that is a kick-ass name for a show. That is. The Marshal of Mos Pelgo. That's a cool name for a movie. I don't think about a show. I think a show would just be called The Marshal. The Marshal? We got an episode called The Marshal already. Yeah, exactly. And maybe, maybe. Um, the pi- But... Could that then like offset their rocky relationship with the with the Tuscans? I think their relationship. Maybe. I think the Tuscans are like already like just depleted. Well, no, I'm talking about the the the, the Tuscans from uh, the season two. The premiere. Mandalorian. Because those guys are still alive. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't die. You saw oh, those, those guys that hung the Great Dragon. Because yes, when yes, because yes. when the Pikes killed, um, that was whoever it was, yeah, that that, that was before uh, season two. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, the Pikes pull a Godfather. The Pikes. They did. They blew up. Woo. The 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 speakeasy lounge. Speakeasy lounge. I don't think it was a speakeasy. Like it was, was I, don't, I, I didn't have a word for that. I just used speakeasy because like the only word I could think of. You know, I, I, I mean, honestly, that was probably the most I've ever felt my, myself represented as a Star Wars fan because we got the traditional like super hot twi like lady, but then we also got the super hot twi like guy, and that was great. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> if. I'm and the I I wrote this la- last night, but if we lost Cobb Vanth yeah. and Max Rebo in the same episode, then I'm done with Star Wars. There's no Star Wars can't recover from that. What Star Wars without Max Rebo? <laughs> he was gone he for 38 years. For so many years. <laughs> he was gone for 38 years. And we just got him back. Max Rebo wasn't in the sequels. Why do you think they did badly? <laughs> he, he, he wasn't in the prequels either, but I do think that he was in the Clone Wars, right? Did he show up in Clone Wars? He was, he was, in, he was in the Clone Wars. Oh, he was in Bad Batch. Was he in Bad Batch? He was in the prequels. Wait, did, did, did they go to Tatooine and Bad Batch? I don't remember anything about that show. Did they I go there? So. I don't think they went to Tatooine there. Ron, you never finished the Bad Batch. You never finished that show, Ivan. 
never finished Bed Batch. Finish Bed Batch this week because I think we'll probably get some sort of reference to the Cad Bane versus Fennec Shand thing. Yeah. Um, Fennec Shand has to tell Bobo about Omega at some point here. Oh, yeah. And we've also already talked about the whole uh, choice thing already. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh my god, that is it, guys. That was a two-hour podcast. We are still going, but do you guys have anything else to say about the episode? No, that sounds pretty good. That's it? It was a good episode. It wasn't as good as last week's, but I think it was good. Yeah. All right, then, guys. Uh, we are going to be back, actually. Um, I'm going to drop that episode for, from Lightsaber Radio in the feed um, on Saturday or Sunday, I think. I, if I'm allowed to, I think, think I probably will be. But And then Monday... Monday is Star Wars Podcast Day. Michael, we've got something planned for that. We do. We do have something planned for that. And Yvonne, you, do you I need can to come over to your house that day. You can if you want. You what can if you want. It'll, it'll, it'll be sometime. Practice from eight to ten. What day is that? Monday. Oh no, we'll be recording on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, we will. Awesome. Yeah. I, oh, Saturday afternoon. Good. Probably, I might be hang, hang out with like Ben. Then I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. we'll talk about it off the cast. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, guys. I got no other thoughts really. We or well, do you guys have any pr- predictions for the finale? Really? Um, I don't think Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I I, I don't think Luke Skywalker. My part. That's what I got. I th- is is that a Pikachu behind you, Michael? Yeah, the Pikachu coin bank. So talking to me. I'm like, I'm not in my room. What do you mean? <laughs> All right. Because I have a Pikachu and a Snorlax Pred- on my bed. That's the Yazoo coin bank I got because my parents knew I liked Pokemon all the time. So they just got me a coin bank. Prediction. The episode's going to suck. Oh. I'm not going in with high hopes. Because I, I... Expect disappointment. Never be disappointed. Because... <laughs> I I feel this show has just started. The show just started. Oh, and it's ending now. You have a point. There's not time to wrap it all up in a satisfying way. There's no, no time for that. Yeah. No, There's no time to wrap this show up in a satisfying way unless the finale is like 80 minutes long. You can't put a nice little bow on it. Unless you pull, like... like unless the, the show's already confirmed for season two. Mm-hmm. Which we'll find out next week. I hope. But if there's, uh, if there's a season two, I want to open up with that. Yeah. I want him to go off-world. No reason for there to be this many cameos. Yeah. Yeah. But that... Huh? I agree. All right. Well, that's, I think, it then, guys. Uh, please send in, in some feedback to us on Twitter, at Tuscan Radio Pod, and we'll, we'll read it here on the show. We'll be back with actually a couple podcasts this weekend, so that's going to be super fun. All right, guys. I'm Drew Gretsch. I'm my bad. I'm Eva. And I'm Ivan. See you then.
Thank you so, so much for, for listening as always. And may the force be with you always. I have I spoken. Found water. Finances of water. I have spoken. <laughs>